Thank you all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors, Par Hopper Golf Apparel, Knife A Month underscore shop on Instagram, uh, Gridiron Coffee, Nobles Networking, Two Pilots Distillery, uh, shit. You know who the rest of you guys are. Uh, Project K9 Hero, thank you to Mr. Jason Johnson. Y'all make sure y'all go look up Creative Vets. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the show, but y'all please go look them up. We're going to play in a golf tournament for them soon. It's a great organization. And if I forgot you, it's because I'm drinking whiskey and tequila with a pretty young lady sitting on my couch today. And shout out also to our management company, Red Circle. Uh, thank you for uh, taking care of my fat ass. <laughs> sitting across from me today on the velvet couch is Miss Cat. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, you are going to get me in about a hundred different ways of trouble today. Look. Look. But thank you. I can help you with one of your sponsorships. I saw the way that knife cut, and I about passed out. Knife a month underscore shop at Instagram. It cut the knives, or it cut the knives. It cut you sure you we wanna, had tequila. You sure you want to pitch no. uh, a sponsorship Look, deal right now? it cut the limes that we took our shots with uh, a Patron, and um, let's just say that I was impressed, and I never get impressed by mainly items such as a... A knife, let alone a... It's a tactical knife. It yeah. was. It did what it was supposed to. Yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed that you wanted to drink tequila with me at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I was shocked that you didn't judge me when you were like... Like, I was like... he was. I was like, no, I love Patron. He was like, you love Patron? I was like, I love Patron. He's like, did we just become best friends? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want to go to the store real quick? I said, absolutely. And... Look, everybody... It's a funny thing, and you don't know this, <laughs> and I'm glad you got hubby to drive your ass home. Because there's a funny, funny joke that a lot of people don't know. Uh-huh. Women have a bad tendency of trying to drink with me. And I'm like a fucking, there's something wrong with me. Like, I probably have a disease. I'm going to call it the Whitley disease, the Keith Whitley disease. I can drink. But I'm like the best person ever to drink and have a That's good time with. me. Yeah. People like to call me an alcoholic. I'm like, y'all are just fucking boring. That's probably what I say to y'all most people. They suck. Boring. They're like, just not good at it. I'm extremely good at it. I'm I'm sorry y'all suck. Yeah. If I placed first place in anything, it would be drinking that. I, I'm telling you, I told you, you're coming up to the pool this summer. That bottle of Patron is the one that I buy. Every day, I sip on it all day. That whole bottle's done by sundown, and my husband is like, how are you living? I'm like, graciously. Yeah, well, if you fucking great. drink that whole bottle of Patron by the end of the day, you better fucking be. I will not be doing that today. Yeah, don't do that. I have I have two kids to go home to take care of. You know, I have a basset hound to go snuggle with in a little bit. And I don't know. I'm probably going to be texting something here in the next few minutes. Maybe that's not the only thing I'm cuddling We've with. We've only had one shot. Calm down. You're fine. Let's yeah, pace ourselves. I, I, fuck that. <laughs> you only live once. Uh, you already made me with one of your uh, one of your videos. Not videos. Whatever you posted on Instagram earlier that said, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> I posted whatever I said on there. I was like... I haven't that from a woman in a long time or something. Yeah, I said, I haven't heard that in a long time. And uh, I said, hashtag whatever. It seems like it's been a million years or yeah. some shit. And my Instagram was just like, all of a sudden, I was like, we can change that. And all of a sudden, I started looking at my the people who sent the messages. And I was like, well, <laughs> like, I, had, I am drinking whiskey today. What are you doing? I'm kind of a piece of shit. I don't think you're a piece of I'm shit. I'm really not. I don't I, think you're a piece of shit. I think people aren't ready to appreciate your honesty. Well, I just, that's the only way to be. But see, there's, uh, yes, 
Yes, yes. But a lot of people miss or a lot of people say, oh, "I'm blunt, I'm blunt, I'm blunt." But you got there's a difference nah. between being blunt and honest, humble and kind. Yeah. Because I used to be a blunt, at, I mean blunt. Am I allowed to cuss? I told you before you started. Oh my started, god! Okay, I, I used to be like to. a blunt ass bitch. I would tell you my opinion, my feelings, the way I thought about you, felt about you, without thinking about how it would make you feel and how yeah. it affected you after you left my presence. There's a difference. You have been very honest and very open and just very and, and very blunt, but you have not once made me feel less about myself in your presence. I'm not supposed to. That's not what a grown-ass man is supposed to do. Well, that's not what a grown-ass human is supposed to do. Well, true. Yeah. Man or, man or woman. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I just, I think there's too many people. I was joking with somebody recently, and uh, they were calling men like me that are single fuckboys or whatever. And I was explaining to them, I'm not a <laughs> fuckboy in the first place. It's if you think... The joke was that I made to this person is I wouldn't date you because you're not my like I don't have a type, but like I'm not looking for a type anymore. I'm looking like for passion with somebody. Yeah. I know what you are to me. Like I know you're either a good time or you're just a friend. I'm fine with just being friends with women at this point yeah. in my life. It's way better than having a headache. Mm -hmm. Like, and this woman was telling me like you don't know what we could be or whatever and all this kind of shit. And I was like, look, darling, you're not for me. And more importantly, I'm not for you. Like, you just don't understand that. I can already see through the bullshit. But you're trying to take me home right now. I'm telling you right now, if you take me home, I'm a grown-ass man. You're trying to sleep with me. There's a good chance I'm going to sleep with you. But I'm telling you right now, I know I don't want to date you. Yeah. Now, if you still want to take me home and me being honest with you beforehand, that's fine. But don't get mad tomorrow when I'm saying that to you now. And I appreciate yeah. that honesty. Uh, and she was like, she didn't. Oh. <laughs> what? Like she, she thought she thought like most women. She thought she was gonna go take me home, and she thought she was gonna change my mind with whatever she was gonna do. I'm 34 years old. I love each and every one of y'all. I think every woman, regardless how big, how little you are, is beautiful. I think every woman ought to be told that she's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I think every one of y'all are fucking queens. Yeah. But I've had sex just as... I'm 34. I've never been married, so it's not like I've had a lack of women in my life. Yeah. I'm not like I've had a plethora of them either. I've, yeah. You're not going to change my mind with sleeping with me. You're going to change my mind with other things. Yeah. If I tell you up front... That you're not changing my mind. Don't think that you're going to do something behind closed doors that's going to change my mind. Well, I, hold up. Hold up. No, you're not. Hold None up. of y'all can. Look, okay, not you, but my husband. Mind you, we met. I was a bartender. Yeah. He was. I like the hell out of your husband, by the way. He's a He's cool dude. as fuck. He's a good fucking dude. Yeah. Pain in my ass, asshole. He's supposed to be. We're men. He has foot to mouth disease. All over the place. Have you fucking met me yet? Well, yeah, I, I know you. Me and him are going to be best friends. I know. I feel like we need to do the arms of an angel commercial for you guys. Like, he had, like foot to mouth disease, but he like he was a server, and so he ended up like walking across the bar, and these guys were hitting on me, and they were making me uncomfortable. I was like, I'm married because as a bartender, I always wore a fake ring. Yeah. He comes walking around this little shaggy-headed skater boy, tall, lanky son of a bitch, and I was like, I'm married. 
that's my husband. And he looks over, he goes, they're like, you're married to that? And he was like, yep. Yeah. And then just kind of like hop, skips and, you know, scoots away. And um, when I started dating him, I really like, so when I saw him, I actually loved him. Like, and yeah. I've never had that feeling before, like ever, like literally like called him husband the day I met him. That's sweet. Yeah. As fuck. It's a pain in my ass. Um, but he, um, he told me from the get go, he's like, I don't want nothing serious. And I know you have a daughter. Cause I did. I had Graceland. Yeah. And I was like, Psh, me neither. No. In my, my, <laughs> my head, I'm like, nope, I'm gonna lock this down. I'm gonna make him like, he is mine. This, that, the other. And so we, and in like three months I ended up and I've never said, I love you to another man first. I've always waited for them, and I've always said, oh, well, thank you, or love you too, not knowing what the fuck love really was until I had my daughter. And um, I was laying in bed one day, and I said, I love you, and it was the first time I was ever vulnerable with anybody. And this yeah. guy, that Ryan was the first guy that I ever told where I came from, like, my entire story with, and he was actually, like, like I, I was myself. I did not have to lie to him at all. And... um. He, I told him I loved him, and he just, like, held my shoulder. He was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I broke up with his ass so fast, so fast, I ran away. And then, like, two weeks later, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings in Douglasville, Georgia. And I was sitting there with his cousins because his cousin was my best friend. We're hanging out. And he walks in, and I already had a date lined up where I was going to go to the movie theaters in Hiram. And he's like, where are you going? Dressed like that. And I was like, on a date? And he's like, no, you're getting in your... And when I tell you my husband is not dominant at all, he goes, no, you're getting in your car. You're going to meet me at your house. And he's like, and we're going to talk. And I was like, yes, daddy. Like, And I went home and we have not broken up kind of since. But yeah. I like the fuck out of him. He's a good guy. He's a good fucking He's dude. got it written on his forehead. Huh? Good guy? He's got good guy written on his forehead. <sighs> Man. But he has a smart ass mouth. Hey, that's usually the best of us. That's I why. Know. I, how, do, I, how do I put up with how do how do how do I handle that? Uh, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a, a life tip right here. How old are you? I'm 32. All right, so you're younger. So I'm I'm the grandpa here. I'm, I'm big older big brother. I can yeah, older big brother. That. That's right. what I am to women, and All I right. love the fact that I'm that way. By the way, would you rather have a born ass old man, or would you rather have that smart ass mouth? Smart ass mouth. That's all you got to ever say. Smarter though. You know what? I, I, I was actually frustrated the other day because I do see a lot of my friends, whether, whether they're social media got people or like friends from my past, I see a lot of the, the men, they go out and they're like at the bars during the week with their like bros and they're doing this and that and the other. And I'm like, oh, man, see, they have lives, babe. Like go live that life. And my husband's at home watching YouTube obsessed videos, with you, probably. Obsessed, first of all, obsessed with me. Yeah. Watching YouTube videos about how to grow a garden and like how to fish and this and that and the other. And literally for a second there, while I was folding his laundry the other day, I like appreciate, I was like, I don't have to worry. See, that's me. See, that that's me though. Like when I'm with somebody, I'm obsessed with them. See, are you a Scorpio? I don't, I'm a September 10th. I'm going to. Virgo. You're a Virgo. I love a Virgo. Are you sure you're a Virgo? I fucking don't know. I think that's what they tell me. Okay. I don't read any of that shit. <laughs> you have to. I don't. I don't believe in none of oh. that. I think it's dumb. All right. I don't. I, I, your I don't. I don't, I, I don't believe it because. But Virgo none of it makes, makes sense, sense to me. I know. I know. But it's because you don't understand. I'm telling you. I used to think it was stupid too. You got it. 
I, I'm gonna do None your chart it. before we leave. Okay, you do my chart before mm. we leave. Mm. But uh, no, I get it. That's uh, every woman that I've ever met says they want the guy that goes out and like has his shit until he goes out and does his shit. Like <laughs> I, I like being obsessed with somebody. I was literally talking about this other day. Um, I had somebody recently in the past couple of weeks on my show that was off air bitching about somebody that she's been seeing. And it was like, this person won't show me off. This person isn't obsessed with me. And like, this woman is fucking not only a good person. Yeah. I'm talking about checks off all the boxes, but she is fucking beautiful. And this guy will not show her off. And I took offense to it as a single man. Is he on social media and she's not? Or uh, I'm not going to disclose too oh, much okay. of sorry, it. Sorry, I'm not going to disclose sorry. too much of it. Sorry. That's, that, that's, that's their shit. Yeah. But, um... In anybody's realm of it, though. Yeah. Like, it was where I kind of took offense to it. It was like, I would show you the fuck off if you was my lady. Yeah. Like, to her. And uh, we had a long conversation afterwards. And I was like, Don, you got to realize if somebody's not showing you off, like, and they're not obsessed with you, they're wanting to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. That's all that is. You can break it down however the hell else you want it. That person is more concerned with... Maybe losing followers, maybe losing other interests, maybe other people finding out about you, than actually like gaining more of your heart or gaining mm -hmm. more of your respect or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't be that person. Well, so I love the fact that your husband's fucking obsessed with you because yeah. that's the type of guy I am when I'm with somebody. See, I always told Ryan that, knock on wood, if so you went to you went to Wendy's and we were still fucking talking about you. You didn't yeah. even have to leave the room to still be part of yeah. the conversation. Yeah, he we, we sent him away or he he was hungry. But I told Ryan. Ryan was like, if we ever got to, like divorce for say, like what would I? I will never date a man who is a social media or TikTok famous person ever. See, I used ever. I used to say that I would TikTok not date a woman from. You can take them off. It don't matter. This is a very comfortable place. <sighs> I used to say I would never date anybody in social media for the longest time, but I've completely changed that now because the only people that understand my life now are people in social media. See, I've watched way too many of the people that like I care about or just people that I find. They I just, do it the wrong way, though. See, but, but see, uh, yeah, you know what? You're right because the people that I've watched them date, I'm like, how did you miss those red flags? Well, not only do they miss the red flags, they want it too fucking bad. They they make their whole everything about that person. Yeah. What, mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck that shit. What you got to do is keep doing you. Mm -hmm. Let them keep doing them. And then, and then when you're together, just if something like organic happens, yeah, then do it. Don't force fucking something mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -mm. I don't like that forcing that shit. To, mm -mm. Oh, first off, this is something that everybody that needs to learn. Like I, I keep saying, I've said it, it seems like the past five or six episodes with people, I keep calling myself the grandpa because I've done it longer than y'all from working radio and everything else. Too many people allow the people that are following them to control what they post. Yes. Because they want another like. They want another comment. They want another follow. You have to realize the reason why people like you in the first place is because you're being you. Yes. The second you allow yes. people to control your content, you're not being the authentic version of you. Can can I pause you right yeah. there just for a second? Okay, so I actually recently, I am 
this is so weird that you just said that. I know my horoscope. I you don't want to yeah. hear about it. anyway. It's so okay, you can say. <laughs> so literally, I so I had a creator call me out about being a mental health advocate, and then I posted something kind of bullying, which it wasn't yeah. bullying. I was just being. I was being a bitch. I'm a fucking human. I could be a bitch. But these, bitch. The, there's so many of my followers and support, or, or sorry. So I have supporters and then I have followers. Yeah. My supporters know my true intentions and this, that, the other. Yeah. My followers just follow me for, I don't know, entertainment purposes. I don't know. Yeah. So I have so many of my followers and including other creators who put me in this goddamn box that they built for me. I didn't ask for them to build it, okay? And then as soon as I have a human moment outside of uh, the mental health advocacy box, and I stand up for myself, or I say some fuck shit, or I make a human mistake or a human error, these people will come for you. And so at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm not a mental health advocate anymore. I'm advocating for my life, myself, and my story, and I'm going to tell you guys about it. And if it relates to you, cool. If it resonates with you, cool. If you take a part of it and sticks with you, cool. But I am no longer going to allow you to put me inside a box, and then when I step outside of it, you get offended? Fuck you. You don't even address it. Let no, me, I, I don't address not, it no, anymore. Saying, this, this is how you go about that shit, and this is what people really have to learn. Yeah. Your social media is a reflection of you. You're not yes. a reflection of it. Yes. So, when some, I don't read my comment section. When I post something, I leave it the fuck alone most of the time. The bad part about that is a lot of people live and die for that comment section because it gives them validation. It doesn't give me mm. validation. What gives me validation is the fact that I put out what I wanted to put out there. It's a marketing tool. Whatever you put out on social media is to brand yourself. Yeah. It's to put out your intentions. If you get caught up in your comment section or whatever, then you're just becoming part of the fucking crowd. You're not the crowd. You're on stage. That makes sense. So why the fuck are you in the crowd? Don't be in the fucking that crowd. That makes sense. Yeah. That you, makes sense. Yeah. That's like literally, okay, yeah, I, I get you, it. You don't I get want, it. Because you're going to have the naysayers. Yeah. But then this is the bad part of it. Most of the people that would follow you, me, whoever... 99% of the comments or 90% of the comments are going to be positive. You know what comments you're going to focus on? That 10% are bad. You're going to completely yes. miss the 90 that are good. And you're going to get pissed off about the 10 that are bad. When you get pissed off about the 10% are bad, then you're going to call somebody out. When you do that, all of a sudden it's going to bring negativity to your life. It's going to bring negativity to your social media. Then it's going to bring bans. It's going to bring community guidelines violations. It's going to put a fucking cog in the wheel. Yeah. It's going to fuck you. Yeah. Just don't pay attention to it. Do you, do you know who uh, kind of... Well, not kind of. She did tell me about that. Um, it was it was on a, the cabin trip. So it was me, Darren, Kels. Yeah. We're on a cabin trip. Our husbands, whole ass kids came. All Everybody was there. Yeah. And I was I was banned from posting for seven days and going like, I, yeah. I couldn't have my account for seven days because I addressed something. And, and Kelsey's been there. She's, you know been the y'all have watched what she's been through through the mud i love that bitch i love her i love her so from much. a distance too we don't even talk that much we don't we rarely, i don't think we've talked since the last show since last show i did with her we don't talk that much either but i tell you what if she called me and said hey cat i need you or if i said hey kelsey i need you 
immediately pick up the phone or will answer a text. Like, yeah. she sucks at texting back, but if I say, Kels, need, I need you, what what do you need? Like, she, but she sat there, and I was like, I'm banned. I was, I was pissed that I'm banned. And she was like, and she knew what I was going through, and she's like, was it worth it? I'm like, what? And she's like, you responded to drama. And I was like, oh, she's like, do you see where it put yourself? She was like, the, I used to do that too. Just don't do that anymore. And I was like, oh. What does it do? What, think about it like this. It does nothing. It what? validates me for a split second. And then I feel guilty because I stepped out of who I really am. This is a scenario that I give a lot of people. Okay? Yeah. You ever bumped your little toe? Yeah. You know how bad it hurts when you bump your little toe? Awful. All right. You ever bumped your little toe and you threw a bitch fit as soon as you bumped your little toe and you ended up hitting like your elbow mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. else and you made it worse? Mm-hmm. When have you ever been in a negative situation situation and acted negatively and it made it positive? Never. Ever. 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 So if you're in a negative situation, yeah. why act more negative? Yeah. It's not going to fix it. Yeah. All you're doing is you're playing into whoever's narrative that is trying to rile you the fuck up. Yeah. And they're going to get the response, but you're going to be the one who has to deal with the bullshit. Yeah. I don't deal with the bullshit. There's people that, that don't like me at all. But uh, I was telling Dempsey this the other day. There's a Howard, Howard Stern is like one of my fucking idols, right? Mm-hmm. Howard Stern in his book and in his movie and everything. They did a survey when he was working at MSNBC, and it was where the hour, the average Howard Stern listener that liked him listened for two and a half hours a day of his four-hour show. Wow. And the average Howard Stern hater would listen for three and a half hours a day of his four-hour show. They both had the same answer when they asked him, them why they listened. And both of them, I want to see what he's going to say next. Your haters and the people who do not like you are going to be there longer. They're going to listen longer because they're waiting on you to fuck up. So don't pay attention. Yeah. If if you want any part of this to be your career, if you want to build on it, if you want to make it to to something special, you have to ignore that because it's going to be part of it. How often do you see, who's your favorite, uh, who's like your favorite singer? Who's your favorite musician? Would you ask just that? pick just uh, artist, musician, movie personality. Who's like your favorite big star? Selena Gomez. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is honestly mine. Okay, Selena Gomez probably gets so much fucking hate. Oh, she does. How often do you see her post about it? At all. Like not at all. You know why? Because she, she gets so much fucking love. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 You pay you pay attention to the positivity. Yeah. And you know that with positivity is gonna come negativity. Yeah. And you just put the fucking negativity out of your yeah. mind. And, it's it's part of it. And I've 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 learned like to accept that and mind like I hardly ever talk about anything negative. The only time that I'll respond to like negative comments is if like like I'm talking about like when I was raped, when I was sexually assaulted, like and somebody will do the whole, well, what were you wearing? But I do that to... Fuck e- those people. Ugh, fuck those them. people are yeah. fucking assholes. Um, if you have ever said that on a comment, I just want you to know, you could go fuck yourself. But um, th- that's what I'll do to educate it. Like, hey, and most of the time it's women that are doing that. 
women. Yeah, are but the do ones you ever look at? Do you ever look shit. at the profiles of the women that say that? Do you better? Yeah, swallow it. Um, that sounds horrible. Can I horrible. have some more, please? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I got to piss. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna Go pause this. Recording stop. Okay. And we're gonna pause this. There we go. Back right. from the first piss break. <laughs> See, we don't even play about it here. When you got to piss here, or you got to get a drink or whatever. You just got to go. You just got to go. Yeah. I promise you. Uh, I don't know about you yet, but at 34, when this bladder says, Joshua, it's time. Oh, darling, it's time. Don't oh, spill shit. my champagne. My bad. It's Sorry that I almost put your champagne. It's fine. You're the first person that's brought champagne here. Well, hopefully it's a trend because champagne's good. Yeah, if you're classy. This is not easy. Oh, I'm play. not classy. Then why the fuck do you bring champagne? Because it makes me happy. Then fuck it then. I'm all about It's like serotonin happy. to my liver. It's like <laughs> God damn, if you say so. Uh, <laughs> but no, the women that usually post that kind of shit, like, one, I don't think most of them are women because I don't think a real woman says that kind of stuff in the first place. Yeah. And uh, if it's a real I, woman, I'm sorry. They are the women who have lived under a rock for most of their lives. Yeah, and plus it doesn't matter what a woman wears. Uh-uh. It doesn't. That's the that's the biggest load of horse shit I ever, walk in my around opinion. naked. Most of the and honestly, like I live in a t shirt. No underwear, no nothing. Me too. In my house <laughs> In my house. You know what's funny? Me and you got the same outfit. You don't even know it. Yeah. Oh. I, I sent you a picture of it the other day. Oh, it's oh. Li- it's like this little little black. It's a little black little strappy thing. thingy. Yeah. We got the same thing. No, Josh. mine just sticks out in certain places. Yours don't. <laughs> my, Follow us on Instagram to see it. It's unapologetically cat underscore. If you want to see the the strappy outfit that I was wearing, it that was funny. It, it was... would make Josh look like a busted can of biscuits. Boy, I mean... would it! <laughs> There would be fucking fat rolls sticking out everywhere. Look like this one big Oscar Mayer factory. <laughs> Not in the midsection, but like, like a, in the guts. Like in a the, ham, bacon, guts. and twine on Christmas morning. God damn, yeah. That's yeah. a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just, stick it Get in Get back the, to fucking the A sexual bad shit. assault. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> From me looking like a fat ass to sexual assault. Here we go. Yeah. But like that, I, I think that's like... Typically, the only time I respond to negativity is yeah. when it's like to try to educate people about stuff like that. Like if they and like some some people are just so freaking ignorant that they can't even see it. And like and so then I started learning you can't argue it's stupid. Which, and then I started learning that some children are commenting this shit on your stuff and I'm like, who the fuck is your mom and dad? Well, their mom and dad suck because I didn't teach them in the first place. Because but you it, said the right word. You said ignorant. Ignorant. They don't know any better. That, that's another reason not to fucking argue with them. Exactly. Because you're not going to get your point across to them. And so it's like, why waste your energy there? Yeah. But I've also had conversations or responded to comments on my social media platform and these people were like, Oh my God, you know what? I never thought about it that way. And then they would DM me and we would have a private conversation. They're like, holy shit. And then they were like, different. Like, they were like, oh my gosh. They're like, I shamed my friend who was raped. And they, I, 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 like, she came to me and she was raped and she told me she was raped. And my first question was, what were you wearing? What were you drinking? It doesn't fucking matter, y'all. Yeah, see, I'm jaded. I have a hard time. I don't know how to say this. 
there's a very small percentage of people that I take serious. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people just want me to answer them. Mm-hmm. And... Give them that attention that mommy and daddy yeah. did not. Yeah. You can look at someone... Like, there's a woman who's going to be on the show on Sunday that I'm very excited to talk about. It seems like she has been through some very traumatic experiences in her life. And... um like when I read some of the stuff that she had been through from some other people, it makes me want to be more open to talk to people. But then you get certain messages from people who you look at their social media and I know I'm not supposed to judge people by their social media, Mm -mm. but when you, when it doesn't seem like you have any substance, Mm -hmm to the stuff you post and then you want to sit there and you want to cry about like things that have happened to you. You can't post a picture or something on your social media of how do I put this? Um, let's say like a cartoon Looney Tunes fucking, this is going to be very crude. You can't post like Looney Tunes fucking on your Instagram. But then the next thing that you send me is, Hey, I want to talk to you about, this happening to me. Like, does that make sense? Like you, you have to have some depth to you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when I, yeah. when I, when I look at your social media, you have, you have layers to you. Every, yeah. I, I want to talk to the people that have layers. Yeah. I want to have, I want to talk to the people that I don't really care what you post, but don't sit there and tell me that. Don't contradict yourself. Yes. That's yeah. probably what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, you, you can't make a joke out of something one minute and then want to talk to me and be serious about it the next. Because the stuff that you post on social media does bite you in the ass. Can I, can I disagree with you for a second? You can if you want I to. I can. All right. So. I like when people disagree with me. Okay, good. So, and I told you, I told you. I, I like, like, when, I people like when people with disagree with me and challenge me. And I'm so glad that you're the same way. But vice, so. I recently posted a TikTok, um, and I I don't know if you know this about me. We'll go back. I just have a huge gap in my tooth. Like, not just gap, but as people told me growing up, it looked like I ate a bowl of cement for breakfast. Like, my mouth used to be awful. My smile, awful. Yeah. So, I saw this trend, and I've had it saved in my drafts for months. I mean, literally probably a year. But I was waiting to get with my close friend, Brittany um, Mingo. She's also on social media, too. But I was waiting to get with her because she saw me then, like with a gap and a lisp. And I still have a lisp, and I'm not sure if you've heard it or I, noticed it. I can't it. hear a lisp. Oh, you'll, it'll, come, it'll come out, You I'm wait sure. till I get drunk, you're you, going to you hear more wait, than a lisp. Oh, it gets, it gets real bad then. Um, but I was waiting till her because she saw me that way, and so did my, my other friend, Britt, too. But... To do this trend with her. And this where you basically like take eyeliner or something and you put it in your teeth and make you look like you had a, get, a, a, a gap. And it says, um, I'm getting sick and tired of your promises. Pro- I don't know. It's, it's silly. <clears throat> and so I did that and people were pissed. Oh my God, you're making fun of people with gaps. I'm like, I used People used to tell me I threw up gang signs with my teeth. I'm not, I'm, I literally started laughing. I couldn't even finish the trend because me and Brittany were laughing because I finally, finally in that video, like I found laughter in my trauma. Yeah. And like we stopped laughing for a minute and like walked away. 
And she was like, are you okay? I was like, I can look at myself like that now. Yeah. And then, like, when people started to miss you, oh, you're making fun of people, Ga- gaps and lips. I'm like, bitch, I still have a lisp. If I, I, and I have fine, I finally found confidence in my, like, gap. And it made me like, like I looked, I literally, I started laughing. I was like, oh my God, if I was me, like if I was child me and not trauma, like I probably would have laughed at myself in the mirror too. You're supposed to. Yeah. A lot of the things that we do, I don't know if you know this about a lot of comedians, but a lot of the things that they talk about is from traumatic experiences. Yes. A lot of the things that I joke about now, you have two choices in life when you go through a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. You either can joke about it and fucking own it, or you can let it on you. Or victimize yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the fucking victim. Mm-mm. I want to be the hero of my goddamn story. Exactly. So, it's funny you say that. When I was young, I had to have the four top teeth of my mouth pulled. So, like, I was snaggletooth for, like, the first, I don't know, like, the first two or three years of my school life. So, like, I didn't have the first, like, my teeth were rotten. Or whatever it was. Like, I can't remember. They didn't come in right. Yeah. So like now I got big ass horse teeth. I can eat a goddamn apple through I a barbed wire it. fence. That's fine. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so like I thought, well, like if for the I couldn't say three. Yeah. Every time I would say like one, two, three, they motherfuckers think I was like trying to climb a tree, and I couldn't say zebra. Uh, everybody thought it was a zebra. A yeah. ze- I can't even fucking say it wrong now, but. You're supposed to make fun of the shit that used to hurt you. That's how you know that you've dealt with it in a healthy way. Yeah. And when you can actually laugh about it and play it off, anybody that gets upset with you, anybody that's whatever, they haven't dealt with it in a healthy way. Yeah. You you don't want to cry about it no more. You don't want to be upset about it anymore. You're over it. You've dealt with it in a healthy way. A, A lot of people are like, well, other people haven't dealt with it, so you shouldn't find humor in your shit i'm like but me i dealt with it and if i share it maybe they can find humor in it because the one hater equals to 10 people who have dm'd me that was like you've helped me find your my confidence yeah. this that the other like da, 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 and it's it's and i'm like that like that the, the honestly i most of the time like when people are posting hateful shit i screenshot it i send it to my sister and we're laughing at you i just want to let you know we're laughing at you like we're literally laughing because we're like are you like that sensitive like do you not have any and most of them are men and i'm like you don't have any balls oh i would imagine most of yours are men you don't have any balls yeah i would imagine most of yours are yeah. men yeah you would be the yeah. type this is probably why I like your husband so much. Oh, Jesus and I think Christ. Me, why is it goes back I, no, to No, but my no, husband. no. This is why I like me and I think, like, first off, we do during the summer, and I'm just going to invite you now because right, uh, I'm why coming. I'm remembering. What's the date? We'll figure it out. It's probably going to be in August or July. All right, bet. Like, the past year or two, like, we uh, took some folks from the show mm-hmm. and took them to the beach and recorded some shows and hung out at the beach all week. Uh, yeah, y'all are going on us. <laughs> you two are going fucking with Shit. us this year because I, I want to fucking hang out with you guys. All right. Um, but you would scare men. You would. You oh, would, I do. You, I you, love you, it. You would scare men. I love so it. So I would imagine most of the shit you would get is from men. Oh, I love it. You're, you're an attractive woman. Thank you. Your your husband is obviously like a badass dude. Yes, he is. Like the fact that he can deal with the shit you post on social media and be cool as fuck about it <laughs> speaks volumes for him. <laughs> But he's so not. Had, he's not fucking insecure well, about he, it from he not hanging to, out. Well, no, he used to not be. He'd be like, "Don't post that. This, that, the other. You're married to me." And then he saw how it made me feel and how it helped yeah. me healed. He was like, "Babe, if that, ma- yeah." yeah. 
Though there should be. Yeah. But, you know, there should be a learning curve. People missed about what you did when you posted that Gap Juice video. It's like, why can you not look back at yourself and post, like, look at what I used to be and now I've healed? Like, why can't you be proud of the fact that you healed? They want to take that from you. Like, yeah. And they, they, they will not. Healing. They will not. Like, you fixed yourself yeah. and you're not allowed to be proud of it. Yeah. They want to yeah. drag you back down to who you were. Yeah. But I, I don't know. But fuck those people. Yeah. Y'all couldn't hear what he said, but what he said pretty much is the fact that he doesn't like the fact that she's healed. She's yeah. healed and she can joke about it. They don't like the fact that. Yeah. Yeah. He he likes the fact that you've healed from it. Yeah. That's why you can play about yeah. it. Well, a lot of what, um, like, I want, I want to go back. Do you remember when you said when you first started school you had your teeth removed? Yeah. Or whatever? Um. I didn't know I. I didn't know I didn't have front teeth. You didn't know you had front teeth. I did not know I did not have front teeth. Oh. So throughout, like, I was ran over by a car. Okay. Um, when I was six years old, um, I was drug under forty feet. Like, I literally had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. Traumatic brain injury. I oh, still shit, struggle with it. I didn't it. know that. Yeah. Um. And growing up, I lived in this household that was not the best, um, but I was made fun of because I had, I, I, I text my cousin to ask for pictures of half a body cast. I mean, I died three times. It's a whole fucking story. It's a lot. And um, I remember I was... 11 years old we went to the dentist for the first time in my life my parents didn't believe in doctors or dentists or anything because they were just i don't fucking know mom if you're listening you probably are y'all are fucked up in the head um all our parents fucked up in the head. and it is what it is it's the way they grew up and that's okay and i've accepted that but I was laying in the dentist and the dentist walks in and said your daughter has no front teeth and my mom goes oh i know they told me and I just look, and I was like, what, what, what does that mean? And I start crying in the dentist chair. And they said, you have no front teeth. So the gap that I had was, like, huge. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought these were my front teeth. They said, no, those are your, your I guess, whatever. Canines. Yeah. And I start just crying and bawling. And they were said, this is how much it's going to cost to get it done and fixed. And mind you, I was, we were on Medicare or Medicaid, yeah. whatever it was, the government assistance. I grew up on government assistance. Yeah. Um, and my mom, all she had to do was pay $500, and they were going to fix everything for me. Come to find, Mind you, they didn't have the money. But I didn't find out until I was 16 years old when I had to go to the Social Security office to get a copy of my Social Security card. That I was on disability as being that what back then was called mentally R word, like mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from the time I, after the accident and my parents were still pulling money from me and it was like $4,000 a month Shit. that they were getting from me all while I'm struggling with being bullied. I have holes in my underwear holes in my sock. I have no, like I'm cutting my pants from the year before and turning them into shorts I'm doing all of this stuff and it's like, and, and I sat back, um, and, and I actually forgot about this moment until Christmas of this year when I had my parents over at my house 
Sorry, I'm, I'm scattered. But no, it's fine. Be what, scattered. What happened is I had my parents over at my house this Christmas, and we're all sitting around the table, the Christmas table, his family, my family, and we're talking about just life, like joking, laughing, family stuff. And then my mom out of nowhere starts blurting out. and was like, do you know? And my mom had a stroke, so she's kind of not all there now. But And she goes, do you know that there are parents out there that will make their kids be on disability and then not give it to their kids. And up until that point, I blocked that out when I found out when I was 16 years old. And I walk, and Ryan already knew about this because we've talked about it. I walk over to Ryan in the kitchen and I'm like about in tears on Christmas Day this past year in 2021. And I said, how dare that bitch knowing she is the one who did that to me. And at that point, that's when I said, I'm cutting off my mom. Like, she will be here for kids' birthdays, holidays. But, like, that is our, our relationship. And it made me realize that I struggled my entire life because my parents, my specifically my mom, my dad's a saint. Like, if you met my dad, you would love him just like that man. But my mom um, is the female who kept a lot of this from me. My dad had no clue she had me on disability. Damn. Yeah, m- my mom's kind of a dickhead too. Yeah, mom. Hmm. I don't. I don't. Yeah, my mom's a. Well, we always. We don't talk, have to talk about. No, no, that's yeah, fine. That's okay, not, okay. We, I, 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 trust me, we've talked about my mom a lot on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom knows how I feel about it. Uh, Mine doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> we always say. I always say. My mom has a superpower. My mom has the ability to make any situation about her, regardless of whatever it is. My mom. So, hey. No offense, yeah. but fuck your mom. Yeah. Uh, only thing I can tell you, darling, is we go through shit like that in life, and you, it, it made you who you are now, though. It, it, it did, but it sucks, because I still think I could have been this great person if I was raised by great humans, you know? Yeah, but that wasn't your journey. You got, I, it wasn't. Yeah, it that's wasn't. That's not your journey. My journey, and I owe all my thanks to... My actual mom. My yeah. actual mom lives in Florida. Florida. Yeah. Her name is Kimmy. Yeah. I don't want to drop her last name because I don't know how she feels about it or not. But I, I know how she feels about me. Yeah. I call that woman, what, Ryan, like three, four times a week. She calls me when she's having anxiety or whatever. We talk for hours. That woman is my mom. Yeah. She was there to watch the birth of both my kids. She, she was, I mean... That is my mom. Yeah. And she is the reason why I am able to be the mom that I am today and the human that I am today because she taught me right from wrong. She taught me life isn't easy. I mean, this woman threw me out on my ass. Ryan, remember she hated your ass? My mom hated How the fuck did anybody hate this guy? Oh, we were, he was Mormon. She's Pentecostal. That's another. When I tell you, you know how you said I have layers? You know how you said I I have layers? There's like layers. But that woman, like, literally, so my mom, my my biological mother taught me tough love is basically, like, beating my ass. Yeah. Okay? My mom, who is my universe, my God-given mother, taught me that tough love is loving you, but also teaching you a lesson. Yeah. Without abuse. That's that Old Testament shit. And that, yeah. <laughs> and so that... That's that's my mom. Like, and so she taught me that it's okay to like let your guard down and just be who you are or whatnot. Um, 
versus, you know, my mom who would just randomly, like, beat the shit out of me randomly throughout the day. Like, I would come home from school. My sister did something wrong. I would get my ass beat. And so it would, like, but that is my mom is um, the one who lives in Florida. So I have two moms. It's okay. I, I do, too. You do, that too? Is, it's funny that you, you say that. Uh, my grandmother was my, my mom, as far as I'm concerned. My mother yes. is my mother as well. She gets on my goddamn yeah. nerves, don't get me wrong. Uh, we got a better relationship now as an adult, but I also know how to keep her at arm's length. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, we, we're better now than we were when yeah. I was a child. But also, like, I, I don't know how you are. I don't know how most of the folks that are listening to this show are. But, like, at some point in time, I realized that I'm the fucking adult now. Yep. And we're going to do shit my way. Yep. It's not that I think that I know better, but I think that I know better. Like, I'm going to do, I, we've done it. It's your, not that you think you know better. Yeah. I've done it your way for long enough. Yeah. I'm going to do it my way now. Yeah. And I've had people that have been, I've been blessed enough in my life that uh, my grandmother, who's, she's right behind me with my daughter in that picture. Um, and then uh, my best friend's mother, Miss Kitten, has always been like a mother to me too. Mm-hmm. So... I've been good. I've been blessed enough to where even when my mom wasn't probably the best mother, she was a mother. I had other people there that stepped in. So I get what you're saying. Like, it, I never went without when it came like the mother figure. And then Donnie, who's my dad, he's the fucking biggest dickhead on this planet, but I love him. I am the probably the man I am today because of that dickhead. I love that. He's such a fucking dickhead. God, he's on my <laughs> fucking nerves. But I am a dickhead. So Look. it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to... How do I put this? Because I want it to mean something to you, too. When we go through the shit we went through like our parents, mm-hmm. you got to take the bad with the good. I do. So, like, even with the, the lessons that they taught us that were like we don't get... When we're younger, the older we get, you got to respect the tough love. I, I do. And if, if I'm being honest, one of the reasons why I accept my biological mother for who she is and what she is and how she raised me is because I know she did raise me better than her mother raised her. Yeah. And even though it wasn't the way I would ever fucking raise my kids in yeah. a million years or treat my, my, my child in a million years... She raised me better than her biological mother raised her. Yeah. And that wasn't the case with mine because my grand, my ninny was a goddamn saint. See, my, mine my, was sent straight from heaven. My, but mm-hmm. my mother had to deal with raising my ass too. I was not a saint. See, my mom's mom physically, emotionally abused me too, like she did my mom. Like my mom had her braces ripped out of her mouth. My oh, mom was shit. beat left and right stitches, this that the other, like you name it. Like my mom went through it. So I appreciate the the way my mom raised I don't I don't appreciate it. I can see the way that I was raised by my mother because of the way she was raised and she did do better. Um but I all like my mom's mom is and I still believe is Satan like I told my mom already because my mom made amends with her mother and I said look I said Patricia that's your mom so that is not my grandmother my grandmother is a nanny Barbara yeah. she passed away that woman 
She she would make you turn red in a heartbeat. I swear to God, she was she loved a good man with a beard. Like even on her deathbed in the EMT, like she was literally flirting away through it. She is the world like that. That is my grandmother, and she died when Patricia passed this way. I said, you best believe I'm gonna throw a fucking pool party, and I'm gonna invite all your family. Let's see who shows up. Nobody will. <laughs> Nobody will. Because <laughs> I will hire a DJ. I will pay for the best freaking like. See, I think I think we all say that, but I don't think it's true. Oh, I swear to God, I will. See, I, I I'm a woman of my word. Yeah. When my when when she passes, I'm gonna invite you to that pool party. Will. I will. Well, maybe maybe it's different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's different. Maybe it's different. Yeah. I, I've said uh, I've said some stuff like it before. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't know I'm different. I'm I'm a sappy motherfucker, though. I'm a, like, I try to be, and like I said, and I stand by this, I'm the, I'm a person that, when I first, when y'all first got here earlier, I told you, I'm a loyal people to the folks that if I end up being like your friend, mm-hmm. oh, I fucking, I'm ride or die. Me. Like, I got your fucking back. Like, I me. don't give a shit, even if you're in the wrong you, uh, you know, you know who's gonna tell you you're wrong. I'll tell you you're wrong, but ain't nobody else gonna fucking yes, tell you you're wrong. Yes, like yes. I'm gonna tell you to fucking fix your shit behind right. closed doors, yeah. but to the face. But yeah. I got you back, and I'm gonna support you, yes. and I'm gonna love you. Nobody else is gonna run your fucking name down. I oh got you God. fucking back. I like, swear to God, like, I'm the exact same. Like way. I, that's exactly how I am. Now, but if I don't like you. I literally will not piss on you if you're on fire. At all. I won't even look your way. Mm-mm. And there's just some people that I just... I will find yeah. a way to meditate to your screams while you're on Yeah, I will. <laughs> like, literally. I, I think I'm so good at ignoring the people that I just do not give a fuck about now. Mm-hmm. I, but I just think there's too many entitled fucks now. Mm-hmm. I think there's too many people to think they're too big for their britches. Mm-hmm. And I told y'all in the car earlier today, like, I like downplaying so many things. Mm-hmm. And I like finding out who a person is. Yeah. And when somebody reveals themselves to me, like, you're going to get the real side of Josh. You're either going to mm-hmm. get... I love... The two things I model myself after is cowboys and mobsters. As stupid as that sounds. No. Because they are the most loyal, respectful people you're ever going to find. A mm-hmm. cowboy is going to do anything in the world to protect you, to have your back. They will fucking damn near die for you. A mobster is the same way. If you're in the family, you are protected even when you're wrong. I grew up Sicilian. Yeah, see, that's my shit. And that's like, if, if I had a fucking creed or whatever... It'd be a mix of cowboy and mobsters. Yeah, and that's how I am with everything in my life. Yeah, and that and a lot of people think that just saying, "Oh, I'm loyal, I'm I loyal," know. like it's a thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Loyalty is family to me. Yeah, it is. And family isn't what it used to be to the Fuck most no. people, to the boomer generation. And I hate even bringing it up, but it's not like like a lot of generations prior to, I believe, ours is your family oh that is what it is but no to me and i think this is why i find like relationships and breakups like break up breaking up with relationships hard is because when i accept you into my life you're my family yeah exactly like you are not just another willy i I meet willy-nilly people along the way i do 
But when I accept you into my life and you meet my kids and I consider you family and then you break that trust, yeah, I, you break me. I had a girl that I used to date. The last relationship I was actually in. Yeah. She told me at one point in time, and I hate that this bitch ever said this because she was right. And uh, I love her for that she said this. Like, it's the last heartbreak that I had, and I haven't dated anybody since then. It's been like a couple years. But she told me, she said, I would rather have loyalty than love. And looking back at it now, I didn't understand what she meant then, but now I do. And it's like, even though I really value love, I really, really do. Somebody being loyal to you is way, way more special. Way, way more special. Love is something that that word gets tossed around a whole lot. Oh, a whole lot. A whole lot. But how often do you hear somebody actual, I'm loyal to you? Like, See. I, like, I'm literally that dog. I know what I am. I'm literally that fucking dog on your front porch. Yeah. If somebody fucking comes up and they ain't supposed to, I'm biting the fuck out of them for oh, you. Oh, me? Like, I went. I have, Ryan, how many times have I almost went to jail for my friends? See, I am that guy. Like, I'm that girl. I am that girl. Like, at at Cowboys in Kennesaw years ago, and I, I fucking posted about it on my TikTok, too. There was somebody who <laughs> slipped my friend a fucking roofie, and then the two friends, for, and we're pre-med at UGA, like, comes up, and they're talking to me, distracting me, and I'm looking at my friends, and I see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I smash a glass across his face. You know, do you know why I have the good reputation with women that I do? Because you do that Cause shit the, too? No, the big brother shit. Nobody ever fucks with the women that I go out with. Because, like, it, I don't look like the nicest guy ever. Like, I don't look like the person you fuck with. I'm also like a big ass teddy bear though. Like I don't, I you don't, are. I don't like, you are, I don't like fucking fighting anymore. I don't like being that person. Neither do I, but I can. Same. I can. It's, and it's fucking same. I can, and that's what like. But here, here is how like zen I am now. Yeah. Is I will allow somebody to hit me three times before oh, I no. hit. <laughs> but that's how. Hold up. That is how zen I am. I will allow somebody to hit me three times before I swing back. And he didn't even believe it until he saw it with his own eyes. Like, because he's always heard like, oh, badass. Ba oh, you think you're a badass. And I'm like, no, I don't. I hate using myself as my secret weapon because I could tear a motherfucker I'm up. On, and a lot of people look at me and they're like, I'm, no way. I'm going to teach you the most badass thing you could ever learn right now. Right now. I want to learn. I literally had to do trick. it. I literally had to do it week before last in Nashville. Tell me. Okay. Without throwing a punch, you scare the fuck out of somebody. Without even fucking looking at them nasty. Oh, I'm here for this now. Right. Hang on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking dead ass serious. What do you do? Me and Dustin Heron and some more people were watching one of our real good friends play. Uh, his name's Blaine Bunning. And this guy, I don't know who the fuck he was. I have no idea. In the, I, I've never seen him before in my life. There was a girl he was dancing with, and she was, he was obviously getting handsy or whatever. Yeah. And she had never met him before either. Like, it was just Nashville. It was having a good time. She wanted to get away. You could see it on her face. I'm the type of guy that I'm there to have a good time. I'm not trying to take nobody home. Hell, I don't even ask him for your name, your number, or whatever. I don't give a fuck. I saw it. I'm there listening to my boy play. Yeah. I grab her by the hand. I spin her around one time, and then I let her go. 
That's it. Because I knew she was trying to get away from this dude. I hear him talking shit to his friends. About you? Yeah. So, Dustin hears it too. And we're all dancing, and the dude's standing behind me. So, very nicely, I walk up, and I say something in his ear. And it was, I can't for verbatim, I don't know what I said, but it was in a very nice tone. It was not ugly. And I was like, dude, if you keep running your mouth, we can step outside like adults. Or we can both have a good time. It's up to you. I'm going to go back up here and dance. He left. You don't ever say anything ugly to them. You don't try and intimidate them. You let them know that if they want it, they can get it. And most of the time, most of the time, that if they're talking shit, they're more worried about you because he's talking shit to his buddies. And the second you let him know, I'm not scared of you or your buddies. And I will grab each and every one of y'all if you want me to. All you got to do is be nice to them. You kill them with kindness. See. And it scares the fuck out of them because then they think you're crazy. Because then it's like, oh, this, this bald-headed guy <laughs> probably outweighs us by 50, 60 pounds. Just said in a very nice way. I will kick your ass. That I will walk outside. with, And I think I called him sir, too. I think I said, sir, if you want to walk outside, we can. Or we can go about having a good time. Yeah, but see, in the women world, I don't think that would work. Cause I think do, it what, would. What, what, what do I do? Walk up. Because mind you, I have mom's night out on yeah. Saturday. With you could do it, ma'am. Ma'am, I'm sorry that if I bothered you. But if you'd like to go outside and let's talk, we can. Or, let's have a good time. Let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a drink. You know what? I'm going to try that this weekend. Because one... If either, it happens, I don't plan on it, will I hope it. I hope it don't. But if it does happen, you're either going to make a new friend and it was just a misunderstanding. Or two, the girl's going to be like, oh, this bitch is probably going to drag my ass because she's not intimidated by me at all. See? Oh. That's a life lesson. I'm literally going to take it. Yeah. I'm literally going to leave here and yeah. take that with me the rest of my life. Like, but I also know. I also know, too. Save my husband a lot of bail money. Yeah. But I also... <laughs> but with me, most guys don't know that I'm a teddy bear. Mo most guys don't know. I know I look like... Some people like... That guy's like a biker or something. They don't realize, like, I'm a fucking softie. Like, they, they, I, I don't know. I... Got that vibe from you. I got that vibe as, hey, I didn't get a softy or a yeah. badass. I got the vibe. I got the protector vibe oh, yeah. from you. Like, like literally, like I love you. I protect you. Vibe yeah. from you. I didn't get. Well, yeah. I'm I'm bad about that with women because like I feel like if you and your husband went out with us, or Demps or Kelsey and Curtis or whoever. Mm -hmm. way I look at it is I got a daughter and one day Gracie's going to go out. There better be somebody there acting like her big brother. Mm -hmm. If I don't treat a woman like that and back her up and be that big brother and just protecting her, like all, almost like that offensive lineman, then if I don't treat women like that, then she's not going to have that one day. I believe in karma. Yeah. Like I have to do that for her. So, like, I feel like it's almost my duty because I can't hold my own. Like, I, 
I do have, kind of have a good track. I don't like being that person. I don't ever want to be that person again. People who are that yeah. person, they don't yeah. come off as that I would, person. I would rather intimidate the fuck out of you by me being nice to you or just buying you a beer and just yes. de-escalating then, the situation. And beating the fuck out of you. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I do that all the time. Yeah. All I don't, the time. I don't, I don't want to be that guy. When we were younger and we used to go no. out, me and Ryan, he no. would literally see me buying like females drink. Who no. Females would just try to fight me for no... And I would be like, oh my God, why? Like, I just like, I'm here. Like, I don't understand it. And he never understood it either. But... You seem like the type... If you are somebody like me or you, we're usually a target for people who get drunk and want to show their ass. For I some reason, they want to. I'm the worst target ever because I will throw hands. Yeah, but they want to prove themselves. But the, with the wrong bitch. I don't say it works out fucking good for them. I mean, what? Right? <laughs> I'm not saying it works. <laughs> he shook his head. <laughs> I'm not saying it works out good for them, but they don't pick the fucking smallest person in the bar. But I am the smallest person in the bar. Yeah, most but of the you time. look fucking mean, and I've got to piss again. Do I? So yeah, piss, I piss break too. number piss two. Break. And we're back from the second piss break. And second shot break. Oh yeah, we took another shot of tequila, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, tequila. We don't went from fighting to fucking dyslexia to everything. Else. Yeah. Tell your little beautiful baby that it's okay to be dyslexic. Yeah. I'm dyslexic. I can't fucking read, write, spell. Every Lee Tucker, my big brother in Nashville, is going to hear this. He's a songwriter. He's goddamn good at what he does. That motherfucker hates me because every text message I send his ass backwards. <laughs> if it wasn't for text to talk, I would be fucked. Literally, my daughter is the same way. So my oldest, Gracelyn, she, she'll be 12, April 14th. And she's dyslexic. And she was diagnosed with dyslexia, I think, like, three or four years ago and this baby is the smartest kind of like I, I don't understand like it makes no sense to her or me but um she's finding power in her diagnosis because she's seeing like George Lopez and all of these other actors or whatever who are opening up about their d dyslexia well, it's nothing weird. It's it, not. I think it's fucking awesome. You know why? I don't think it's awesome, but it's just something oh you can't it, you can't fucking help it. Yeah, I mean, like anything. It's just like anything else in life. But like I if think you, it's awesome because her brain, the way she talks to me about yeah. the way her brain works, like I'm like, oh shit, I never thought about that. Yeah. Like, so I I think it. So I guess you with dyslexia or being diagnosed dyslexic, you're like, no, it's not awesome. But like. Hearing the way her brain works and turns, I'm like, what? I you just, bet. like with me, I, I don't think about mine too much. It's, I'm just so used to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know another way. Yeah. The only This is the only way I fucking know. Yeah. But once she's accustomed to it and she realizes, like, there's nothing to be ashamed or weird about or whatever, like, you're just wired different. But that's with everything. That's with mental health. Yes. That's with anxiety. That's with depression. Yeah. That's with fucking... Literally anything. Everybody has a chemical imbalance. You just don't know what your chemical imbalance is. Yeah. My chemical imbalance is anxiety, depression, uh, dyslexia. Uh, there's just so many weird things about everybody. Mine's PTSD and bipolar. Yeah. I, you seem like you would be bipolar. See? Hold on, hold on. I don't I wanna, mean in a bad I, way. I, wanna, no, no, I don't no, think no, bipolar no, is no, always a bad no, thing no, no. as long as you but, know it. But I want to... I wanna, uh, I want to like tune into that a little bit more. 
What makes you think that? Uh, so, a lot of people, I do a lot of shows with vets and everything that have yeah. mental health issues, right? But also one of the things I do because of that is like I have to almost have an understanding of some disorders, right? Otherwise, it's me. I'm obviously not a therapist. Yeah. I obviously have no kind of doctorate or PhD or anything, right? Yeah. But for me to sit here and talk to certain people about what they have without me having an understanding of those things would be just fucking bad. Like, it, it would be wrong. It would be like me being just careless. Yeah. So, you, from the stuff I've seen of you post on social media, hanging out with you and your husband today, you remind me a lot of, honestly, me. I'm not bipolar. But one thing about my anxiety and my depression is my highs are really, really high. My lows are really, really low. And with someone with bipolar disorder, it's to the extreme of that, is your highs are fucking high, high. The best. And your lows are goddamn catastrophic. Yep. And you seem like the type from just the past hour and four minutes of this show that I can tell that's what you are. Yeah. That when you're in a good mood, you're probably the funnest <laughs> fucking person to be around on the planet. Yeah. But everybody is always here for that. Yeah. But, well, you got a new friend that can be there for lows, though, too, because yeah. I understand the lows. Yeah. The lows, far few. I have my husband yeah. and my mom. Well, you got somebody else, too. Uh, even though I'm sure husband, because I fucking like hubby. Uh, I get the lows. I get the lows. I'm the same way. A lot of people don't get the lows because um, with the lows come questioning who you are in my life. That makes sense. Like it does. Like I've been so I've been through it with people in my life using me, using the things that I've told them about me, my 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 friends since I've been fucking in tenth grade since social media took off. Two of my best one of them, sorry, two of them watched my children be born. Blew up like through all the shit that they've been through with me in, in my face, like watching me grow in my 20s, all the mistakes I made, they use that against me. This is the person who she is. Bitch, I cut you off a year ago. How do you know who I am today? People that do that don't believe in growth. Thank you. I know they're stuck in their small hometown mindset. You are who I say you are. They keep you like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. They keep you in their fucking box. And when you step outside of that box, they have a problem with you. Because you no longer fit into that box that they created for you. I didn't ask you to fucking create a box for me. I don't want to be in a box. I'm going to put you in a box. Uh, if you, When you put people in a box, you're literally saying don't make any mistakes outside of this. Me, I don't want to put you in a box. Fucking make a mistake. Stab me in the back, but let's talk about it. Let's see if we can fix it. Well, you you almost have that right. And I think for the Go majority ahead. of it, you do. You're supposed to make mistakes. Yes. The stabbing in the back part. I don't, I don't like the stabbing in the back part. All right. It, fuck the stabbing in the back part. There comes my, but, I love everybody. Yeah. yeah. But make mistakes because you know what you learn from? You don't learn from fucking doing everything right. You learn from doing shit wrong. Yes. That is where you get a learning experience. Yes. 
I, I have a friend. Um, her name is Jenny. One of my very good friends I've I met off the fucking app. And she's made mistakes. Mind you, never stabbed me in, in the back, but has just made mistakes. There have been people who cut her off, threw her to the side, literally, like, just spit on her and threw her away. But not me. How the fuck is this girl who is literally in her mid-20s going to learn that it's okay to make mistakes without somebody allowing her, them to make it okay to make mistakes? You have to make mistakes. But how, how are my kids... Aside from that, how is Graceling going to... My, my oldest... What, what are we going to do there? Like, my daughter comes home, makes a mistake, fails a test, or gets drunk or whatever at some high school party, whatever, because we're going into the high school years now here in the next couple of years. Like, how am I supposed to make it a safe environment if she can't come to me and tell me that she's made a mistake, or not even that she thinks she made a mistake, that to come to me to tell me and bear her all that she has things going on in her life and how am I supposed to help her and guide her through these things or humans that come to me in their lives if I am judging them? You can't judge them. You can't. You can't. You have to. A person who does not believe in folks making mistakes and growing from them is just a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, But no, it makes us an asshole. No, that's no, not. Mm-hmm. It, anybody that believes in that can just go suck a dick. Uh, and I, and I know I'm a crude ass person. They like can I suck a fart from my butthole. There you go. I suck a fart from your butthole. Um, <laughs> but no, you have to learn. You don't learn from fucking doing stuff, no, right? You learn from doing stuff wrong. Yeah. Every class that you ever took in grade school, every class, mm-hmm. every teacher you ever had, when you got something wrong on a test, they corrected it. Mm-hmm. They didn't scold you. They literally told you how to do it the right way. It's the same thing with life. Everything growing up, whether it was playing sports or it was going to school, if you got something wrong, they told you how to do it the right way. You had two different kinds of people. You got the ones that got butt hurt about it and was like, oh, my teacher's picking on me. They're being ugly to me. Mm. Or you had the ones that was like, this is the way that I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. That is where you have to learn life lessons. That yeah. is where you, you grow. I have made just as fucking many mistakes in this life as anybody listening to this show. I probably made fucking more. So have you. We've we've made a lot of fucked we up things. We can talk about that one, one of yeah, these days. Yeah, we've made a lot of fucked up mistakes. Yeah. But you know what? You learn from them. You grow from them. You but become a better person because of them. That's why I don't think I will ever understand, and we were talking about this before we came on live, is cancel culture. Yeah. Why is that even a fucking thing? I think in some cases it's not bad. No, uh, for, for, for ninety nine for ninety nine percent for ninety nine percent is bad. Yes. for one percent of the I world. I mean, mind you, deserve for one percent of the world. Yeah. It, but it, like, yeah, it, but, it needs but, to happen. But like, I see a lot of creators like myself. Now, yeah. mind you, don't you, say you, you're a creator. That's the only, I'm, that's the only problem I'll have with God, you. God, thank you. Please don't say the word creator. If you if you say the word creator or influencer or official in front of your I name, I will fucking cuss you out. Human being. You're just you. You're cat. Yeah, I am. I I am, and I hate saying that. But also, I've been told that I need to say it. No, if you say it, I will fucking unfriend you right now. Oh God bless you. All right, all right. So me as a human, 
I grew up in a very racist household. I did too. Well, not it, racist, but no. I know my dad had a Confederate flag tattoo, but yeah, we'll no, go with that. No, I grew up thinking that the N word was an actual fucking word. It is a word here. In no, the no, South. no. I know it's a word, but you know, like it's there. I, I grew up. Oh, I know what you mean. All right. And so when people are like, oh, you're racist. I'm like, no, I grew up ignorant. I didn't know no better until I got out of that situation, and then I started realizing, holy shit. Do you know one of the reasons I got fired in radio? Why? You don't know this, do you? I do not. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm about to shit myself. You're about to shit yourself. Right? If you show on that velvet couch, so you're never coming back. Because <laughs> um, that couch was not cheap. Uh, so, last 20, the summer of 2020, NASCAR banned the Confederate flag. Like, there was not allowed at any of their show, or like any of their races anymore, right? Their races. I do not believe in the Confederate flag. The reason I do not believe in the Confederate flag is because I have several friends that do not like it that are of different color than me. You do not support I do not support the Confederate flag. Yeah. So I was still working. You can't not believe in it because it's fucking real. I mean, it's real, but I don't support it. Yes. Okay. So. Working in country radio in South Georgia, being a bald-headed country boy with a beard and growing up on a farm and dirt roads and everything like I did, and uh, being on the number one country show in Georgia at the time, when you say you do not believe or you do not support the Confederate flag, you catch a lot of hate from that. Mm -hmm. You get death threats. Mm -hmm. I literally got death threats from the Sons of Confederacy in the state of Georgia because I was like, I understand why... NASCAR does not want it there. But what a lot of people did not understand, that the way that the uh, Confederate flag started off was okay. But once the Ku Klux Klan adopted it, it became a symbol of hate. You can never go back. No, you can't. You can never go back. Even the swastika, which the Nazis had, right? Originally, that symbol was a symbol of peace in the, uh, I think it was Africa. Africa, Middle East, or somewhere. But once Hitler adopted it, you'll never know it as anything else. So that was just my argument. That is just my argument. So with what you just said, once somebody, when you're raised in a certain environment and you don't know any better, until somebody educates you on it, one of the best moments of my life and why I knew that it was okay for me to make that argument that day even though it led to me getting fired, I had an eighty-year-old woman call in that day. I, no, I, lucky. No, 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 no. Had an eighty-year-old woman call in that day, and it was one of my favorite conversations I've ever had in my life. This woman had never, ever, as sweet as she was, had never seen the other side of the argument before. Had never, ever thought about. How it looked to the others. This woman was not racist. This woman was not an evil woman. This woman was not an ugly woman. She had never looked at it from the other side of the argument before. Mm. When she called into the radio station that day and was as sweet as she could fucking be, she literally told me, and I'll remember it till the day I die. She said, I never thought about it the way you put it. Now I know. That if anybody ever asks me why I fly that flag in my yard, I have to explain to them what it means to me. I'm okay with people flying that flag. 
but you have to explain to them why. Yeah. You, you can't just fly it. Any of those symbols that could be taboo or whatever. I'm okay with anybody expressing their feelings, whatever. But you have to have the why to it. Yeah. And when that woman called in that day, it's one of those things that even though I've fucking gotten so much trouble. Yeah. So I got death threats. And it's still one of the coolest things ever. Because even like a couple of days later, the people that were involved with the death threats like reached out to me. I'm and I, sorry. No, they didn't. They didn't. They never said they sorry. Yeah. But they had a conversation with me off air as adults. And I got to express my feelings and they were adults about it. They were cool as fuck about it. I love and, that. Yeah. They were, they were grown ass men about it. Deep. Do you want to know the the first time I realized that my parents were racist? Fuck yeah, if you want to share it. I was in kindergarten. There was this cute boy. I don't know how the fuck you remember that. I do. I I remember, uh, Ryan, I remember a lot of shit. Can't get p- shit past me. I bet he gets in so much shit all the time. He gets in so much shit all the time. All the time. But kindergarten, Okay. There was this cute little boy, Jason, and I had, I just thought he was a cute boy, but apparently he was a cute mixed boy. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know any other because I was in, well, kindergarten, you know, he, it is what it is. And so I was like, mom, dad, my boyfriend's coming over and he's going to come hang out. And as soon as I brought Jason into the house, my mom and my dad turned around to me and said, get that. <laughs> out of my house and we're in new york mind you to where like it's not supposed to be like that you know because everybody fled to the north to get away from that no it's like way even more awful up there even now even now and so i went and i was like wait a minute none of this makes sense to me and that is something that stuck to me but I still didn't even know why. I didn't even know what that, 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 that word meant at all. And I did not even, and a lot of people probably will not believe this, but I didn't know what the, that word meant and the extent and the history and the dynamics behind, behind it until like 2017 when I had one of my friends explain to me what the F it meant. And I was like, wait a minute. She was like, do you not like read? I was like, well, yeah, but not this shit. And then, like, I started, re- I was, and I, I literally sobbed for, like, three days. I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, not okay. And they're like, no. And I'm like, I was like, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. And so that's why, like, I'm against, like, cancel culture when people make mistakes like that. Because I think, well, did they know? Like, did they actually not do the research that you get on Google, but, like, literally do the research that could trigger your heart? Like, like the research that not anybody pushes on you other than that. Because a big part of my trauma is I grew up in a home to where the N-word, the, the, the Asian 
racial slurs, the the white people racial slurs. Because I, I grew up Italian and Greek, so it wasn't just like about. I the, talk more shit about white people when I talk about anybody. Else. I love talking shit. About I hate white, white people. people more than I oh hate anybody God, I else. Hate white, yeah. I hate white. I'm telling you, I hate fucking white. Well, people that's from the, the thing is, like, it was the the Asian culture, the the black culture, the the white culture, the this that the but other. Like, I'll be honest with you, I hate everybody equally. To be honest with you, I literally hate everybody. You know what? Equal e- me. The only that people isn't I, me. The only. I, I just don't. I can't stand I don't men. Like people. I, I can't stand men. That's it. I don't bother me. I don't fucking like men either. They don't exactly. like men. Exactly. That is it. I am not racist. I am sexist. I can't stand a man. You know what's <laughs> you know what's fucked up? My listening audience is like eighty percent women. I get what it. the fuck? Women, you. I don't. I don't, I don't think I told For real? you. Men hate me. Did you not know this? You I know thought what? I, to- it I makes thought I told sense, you because I love you. I thought I told you this. Men fucking hate me. You did tell me that, but I didn't think it was. I mean, men, I knew it was for real. No, like, men hate me. Like, unless you actually get to know me. Because this is the problem with most men. All right, tell me. Men have a problem because, like, one, I'm glad that, like, I'm you brought... Him. I'm glad you brought Hubby. Because Hubby gets to Put see it. Put your phone down, Ryan. Hubby, Hubby gets to see it firsthand. Okay? Obviously. Yeah. I just like the male, the male-female, like, dynamic, right? Yeah. It works for me for something about it. Like, I just like the connection, right? Yes. But I'm also cool with, like, your husband being around. It don't mean, like, I'm flirting. It don't mean, like, nothing. That's just a better conversation for me. For some reason, I just have a better conversation with women than I have with men. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of me. Like, the big brother shit. Like, I was talking about earlier, right? Men do not like the fact, like, even the video that I made, a couple days ago about like you're supposed to show the woman off that you're with and you're supposed to be fucking proud of her. Absolutely. Like you're you're supposed to. A lot of men don't like the fact the stuff that I say that I say. Because you're calling them out on their shitty behavior. And then they fucking get mad. Because you're calling them out on their shitty behavior. Yeah. And then they also don't like the fact that like I've got like this uh, I'm a hopeless romantic as fuck. Are you really? Oh my God. You have no idea. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like you have no idea. Tell me the most recent thing that you did that was like I haven't because I'm like I'm like I'm at this part of my life now to where above all on, else I want. Hold on, buying us a bottle of Patron is kind of hopeless romanticy. Well, I didn't buy it for you and your husband. I bought that Shh. fucking Patron for me. Like y'all just happen to be here drinking it with me, fucker. I just happen to be here to fucking encourage yeah, 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 you anyway. to go. Wait. Thank well, thank you, thank you. Whatever <laughs> the fuck you're doing, uh, but no, like in my mind, yeah. like I've gone 34 years, I haven't been married. Yeah. Right. So it takes a long time. For I, everybody always says that, like, women, y'all mature way faster than men anyway, right? Mm-hmm. With everything you do in life. I have figured out now at 34 what it took way too goddamn long to figure out. I want passion more than I want anything else in life. Yeah. I always knew that, like, I told you about the cowboy shit, the mobster shit, and everything else before. But, like, I know what I want. I want that special old shit that you got to find like our grandparents had that that you got to avoid social media for. But you know that if you live in this world that you have, like you still have to show them off. Like you got to do you when you find it, you got to fucking hold on to it. And I get women that throw them, not throw themselves because that's fucking that sounds like the most toolish thing to say. There are women that approach me that want to hang out. 
Yeah. But you get around them and you don't have that connection. Same thing I told you with the story earlier about the woman. I'm a grown ass man. I'm single. Somebody tried to take me home. I told them what it was going to be if they took me home. And yeah. I didn't go home with them because I didn't want to lie to them. Yeah. I want that connection with somebody. Yeah. I've, I, I've had sex in my life. I'd rather go home now and watch TV, make my own damn sandwich, and do what I got to do to myself and just go to sleep and not disappoint There's you or me. There's good sex and bad sex yeah. and not worth it sex. Yeah. Like, I, would just... rather, I would rather, as stupid as it sounds, I'd rather slow dance to some Keith Whitley sipping whiskey with a woman than take them home and sleep with them now. Who the fuck is Keith Whitley? Whitley? I'm so this sorry. has been the Josh Terry Podcast, <laughs> and we're kicking this bitch look, off of it right look, now. Look, look. I am honestly not a huge... I'm very honest. I will tell you what. Who, I will tell you what. When we get done with this, when we get done with this... Do I'm you know gonna, who... Hang on. Ryan, I'm, do you know who Keith Whitley is? All right, my husband. All when, right. When we get done with this, when we get done with this, I'm going to play you and Ryan, Keith Whitley. All right. He Keith, knows Keith Whitley. I don't. Yeah. But that's like oh, that's okay. like I do know that's like that A side. I'm talking B side. I'm talking about real fucking Keith Whitley. Yeah. So, but that's who I am. Like I like I like that connection between somebody. Like yeah. that's what I want in my life now. You crave that. Yeah. Like, I I've had the uh, just like everybody else. It's my age that yeah. hasn't been married. Like. I know I'm not the prize pig at the fair, but I'm not the ugliest motherfucker either. You're, you're not. Like I've 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 kind of got a decent reputation reputation with women. Like I can flirt, I can have fun, but it's not about that anymore for me. Like I'm getting older, I'm ready for that fucking front porch, that rocking chair, like that sipping whiskey, that fucking hanging out shit. Yeah, like that's what I. That's I, the good shit. That's what I fucking crave. Now. That is the shit. Like. Like, there's so many men out there that I've noticed just by being out there in the last two years because I have I, I travel with what I do is, like, when the fuck do you grow up? Like, when? Not, 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 not like Not like men like you. Yeah. I'm talking about in general. Like, even, like, okay, I'm about to be honest. Very honest. If he throws something at you. It ain't my so fault. So, I recently unblocked, like, my ex and he's he was my abusive ex i recently unblocked him you know who i'm about to talk about baby same old motherfucker i dated in 2009 and i'm like you are a big truck lifted truck driving son of a bitch who who like what is your end game here bro what is your end game here? Like, is your end game here is just to m- literally I get what manipulate and fuck I, I, I get what these saying. women mentally? Like, and I see these 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 men growing up, and mind you, I see other men like in my daughter's class, who they're being raised by men like my husband and yourself, who yeah. respect and they're not at all like that. And I'm like, oh, hope. But then I also see, like, the other half of the class that's like, oh, I can't wait till I'm in fucking high school so I can go to Taco Mac and take a few shots. And I'm like, y'all son of a bitches. What the? I swear to God. I'm going to kick your... I, I told Ryan, I, I said, you better make sure that we have... We need to set up a GoFundMe for my bail fund because if a, if a boy does that to my daughter, I'm, I'm done. A, I'm going to teach you a lesson right now. A, you, know how you, you know how you tell the music they listen to? Whatever music they listen to. 
First thing you ask them, it's not anything else in this world. Hold up. Ask them the music they listen to. Ask them, that's all you got to do. And you're going to figure out exactly what boy you're dealing with. All right. I'm telling you, that that means... So if they send me, like, fucking... I don't know what... Say, say some stupid shit that you probably listen to. I don't... I listen to old school shit. Like, occasionally there's a new bop that you I listen to. You didn't know who the fuck Keith Whitley is. I don't want to hear you say you Shut listen up. to old school Shut shit. Shut the fuck up. No. Okay, so I'm not a huge country fan. You did surprise. I know, surprise. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I also don't like... New school country music. I don't like. I love George Strait. I'll listen to All him. Right, so Keith Whitley. Here's the here's the deal with Keith All Whitley. Right. Real fast, darling. All right. If Keith Whitley wouldn't have died when he died, he passed away. He died when he was very young, at thirty three. That's very. Sad. I think he was thirty three. You would George Strait would not have been as big as he is. Oh, well, because. Do I get points for like I love George Strait? Oh, absolutely, George Strait. George Strait is the shit. Yeah. George Strait the wouldn't fucking... be George Strait would not be George Strait if Keith Whitley would have been alive. I'm sorry, Kenny Chesney can eat my ass. I can't stand that motherfucker. Uh, Kenny Chesney, if he would have stayed, what he was in the '90s would have been a fucking goat. Too. Yes, Kenny Chesney's still but great. He, yeah, but uh, he's not. He when he decided he grew up on a goddamn island, that's when it went downhill for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Zach Brown band? No, he's got like one or two. I was about to say. No, no, I'll, I'll play when when we get done with this. If y'all aren't in a rush, I'll play you some fucking country music. You can play me some country. I'll play music. I like some... I like country music. I don't like that new shit. No, I'll music. play you some fucking country music. Like some when Brantley ass... used to be back road shit. Don't that even... was. So you said that earlier, and I about I was like. Shh. No, no, I used to follow him around at the Carrollton bars before he was mainstream, and he had some like. No, he does. His first album or two? Yeah, but after that, he's trash. I don't think it's we trash. Uh, it's different. Trash. Well, you got to understand, trash. too. Once you get to Nashville, once you get to Nashville, once you get up there and you get a record deal and somebody's got a check in front of you, me and you have never had this. I have to explain this to every guest that we get on the show. When you have a check in front of you that says, hey, do you want to keep doing what you've been doing and breaking even? Or do you want $5 million in your bank account and do what we say? So he's rich trash. Yeah. yeah. What would you rather be? I would rather be rich trash. <laughs> in a million years, I would what rather you be hear, rich what trash. you hear from every one of these artists, and luckily... You we, know the only one who didn't do that? Corey Smith. Uh, Yeah, he, he did. He did not. Yeah, he well, did. We're going to have to talk about that another time because we're trying to trauma bond right now. Yeah, because I'm telling you... Did uh, he really? Yeah. We'll talk about that all. Yeah. But also, too, he didn't. Corey with the bad thing with him, and I like the fuck out of his music now. Don't get me wrong. Love I fucking love Corey. Corey Smith now. Yeah. I've been to a lot of his shows. Corey was too in between country and folk to find his way. Mm. That was that was his problem. Yeah. Is Corey was not country enough to be on country radio, and he was too folky. To be on pop. Yeah. Yeah. That was the problem with him. But that's also Corey Steele because I book shows like we've we've done a lot of shows with Raising Grace Entertainment and everything else. I know what Corey makes. Corey still makes a very good living. I love I, Corey's a very good guy. And I'm sorry, we, we, I love him. We've we've been around him a couple times. 
He's a very good singer. He's a very good man. He's a very good family man. Uh, but that was always his problem. He, he, he's, he's too much in between. Yeah. Um, you got to pick a side. You, you have to. Brantley Gilbert, he decided to take the money. And I don't and blame I, him. I know. And I, I don't blame, blame him at all. Brantley is a goddamn my talented thing is, singer. Yeah. But I just wish he would have kept a piece of him. That's it. Like, a piece, a fragment I don't, I don't of blame him. But also, too, darling, I, I say this all the time on my show. I want to find how much I want to find out how much money it takes for me to sell out. I want to find out because if you put a Joe Rogan, it took him one hundred million dollars to be an exclusive deal with Spotify. Yeah, I would sell the fuck out. You put one hundred million dollars in front of me. Oh boy, I promise you, I will do some you nasty put- shit. <laughs> There's a whole lot more that I will do. You put $1 million in front of me. I'm going to show you my whole ass butthole. Oh, I will show you more than my butthole. <laughs> we played a game a long time ago. And there's... I ain't got nothing against you fucking Alphabet Mafia people. You know I love you. I love every one of you. Transformers, you gays, or whatever. Oh, you know geez. that... Oh, they know I love them. I, okay. I have a lot of them. We had somebody on the show recently. One of the best conversations I ever had with somebody from that community. And they fucking loved it. And I loved them. It was fucking amazing. But I'll go ahead and tell you, you put enough money in front of me, I'm liable to join that goddamn community. <laughs> Don't fucking play with me like that. I'm not shit. Single, I will make some money in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. That, that I think that's one of the main reasons why like, I shut down my OnlyFans. Is you had an OnlyFans? I made like ten grand the first month. The yeah, first month. You. The first I don't, month. I don't. I don't have a problem with the OnlyFans if you can make life changing money. See, my thing is, to me, sex and intimacy. I have to have an emotional connection. Yes, I have that, to. That. I have to, and I don't know why because I see all of my girlfriends out there, and they're like balling, and I'm like, "Yes, bitch, get your money." And then I'm over here like, "I love my husband." Like, and mind you, he would do it with me in a heartbeat, but I'm like, "Babe, I just, I, I can't." Like, I. I respect that you can't. I, I, I can't. Re- I, I, trust me. I could do it to myself. I'll, I like, re- but I, I with. I, I can't. Hey, look, I promise you, I respect that you can't. We've had a lot of girls I in tried, here. I can't. We've had a lot of girls in here that have them. Here's the thing that I say about all of them. If you can make life-changing money, it's okay. I can. That's the but, thing. But, but, I also, but also, too, if it compromises your morals, it does. And then I don't fucking it. do it. Because you can't get your morals back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Dumbass. I know. <laughs> I know. I try. But that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. it, it's okay. Everybody's going to do certain things in life to make a quick book. I don't have a problem with somebody making a quick book. Honestly, I would almost, you probably have never heard me say this. Okay. Well, no, because I, I just met you for the that's first fucking time. That, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, one of the things I absolutely love in this world, and this is going to sound so ass backwards. I love strippers, but I do not like strip clubs. You will not catch me in a strip club. I will not pay to go in a strip club. Yeah. But I love strippers because I love a woman's hustle. I completely understand why a woman, if she's in a certain scenario in life, to where she would rather go work an hour or two or not, 
or a couple hours a week and be with her children the rest of the time. Or actually, if she's one of these women that actually can put herself through school, doing whatever. Do that instead of working 40, 60 hours a week. Make 10 times more money. Like, I love a woman that takes not necessarily advantage of a man, but uses what she has and uses to her advantage. That's almost the same thing with OnlyFans. That's why I love a stripper, but I don't like a strip club because you're not going to catch my fat ass going into a strip club paying. How many times do you think I've been to a strip club? I don't know. Can you guess? Uh, you either have been a lot or a little. You've either been a lot or none. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Either women really like them or they don't like them at all. I just, I don't see the, I don't, I, don't either. I worked in one. I was a cocktail, wait- so yeah. I guess three times. Server. But I was a, co- yeah, yeah, server. I was a cocktail waitress at one. At I used the, to date the one. The cheetah. I used to date one. And these, like, I just. I I I I literally used to beg that my moral compass would be so low that I could be able to take advantage of these men, but I just I can't. And I've tried. I've tried on my OnlyFans. I don't. And then I'm like, can I be your best friend? Like, <laughs> like. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I think you have to know the situation. I think that it's just one of those things that where you've drank that whole bottle of champagne. Mind that a girl. Bit, mind your Fuck no. You're at the wrong place. You think you're being too much. <laughs> um, I just, I guess there's something about me. I just love that about a woman. That, first off, as much as men hate me, I hate them too. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're fucking stupid for the majority. But I think that's part of like me being a girl we dad. We can agree on something. Yeah, I hate, yeah. Men, I hate fucking men too. Me too. Um. I just don't. There's just so much of them that I don't like. Yeah. But I think I'm. I think I'm weird. I think. I think. I don't think you're weird. I think you are awakened. Yeah, I don't like that fucking shit. Either. No, I did not say woke. I, I did not say woke because that is not the goddamn same thing. That is not the same thing. I just think that I think everyone should take advantage of their situation. Yeah. And I think that women, whether you work at Hooters, you work at Wild Wings, or you're a stripper. <laughs> I what, did all three of those things. It happens. It's okay. Yeah. Th- there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Men, you know, one of the You th- know what I love the most? What? Is when men try to cry that they're a victim of a, at, at, like, from a Hooters girl. Or she oh, took all my stupid. money. Well, bitch, why'd you come and drink like twelve gallons of beer? And it, like, what? Yeah, they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, I've got buddies that are. I don't have like friends. Or, I have acquaintances that I know that will get upset. They'll go to a strip club and they'll be like, "I dropped two thousand dollars," and before I, I knew it, it was like, "You dropped how much at a strip club?" My hu- my husband's never been to a strip club. Don't go. Ryan has there's never nothing, been you, to a strip club. Look. Once, and I mean he won't this, go. I mean this, and it's going to sound crude. We, we installed a stripper pole at a house party one time, and the stripper showed up and danced on it. That's way better. No, this was back before he knew who I was. That's even better, though. But, but, but him, and I was like, like I've asked him, I said, baby, why won't you go to strip club? He's like, baby, if I wanted somebody to dance for me, I'd ask you. That's what you're supposed to do. And he said, and you look 
better than half the strippers? Uh, yeah. Period. Yes. <laughs> no, it's the people that go. I don't knock the people that go to strip clubs, but it's almost like in my mind, the people that go to strip clubs. They're lonely. They're sad. They're missing something they, in life. This is going to sound really conceited, what I'm about to say. It's going to sound bad, right? I want to hear it. I think I can pull the stripper in the right situation. I think if I meet you at a bar, if I meet the woman who's dancing at the bar, and me and her have a connection, only yeah. if we have a connection, have a few drinks, have a couple slow dances, and we hit it off, I think instead of me tipping you to see you naked, I think... I can take you out to dinner and we can have a good time and we can have a night. Not necessarily hooking up or something. I would rather have that with you than fucking see you dance naked. Yeah. That that would mean more to me. Me seeing you naked on stage? No, I'll go watch fucking Pornhub and Well that that Yeah, you know, that that doesn't do anything for me. Well, all he has to do is put on Halsey and I'll like fucking strip you for him. You seem like the type of fucking woman that all you had to do is put on goddamn Halsey. Shut the... That God is, damn it, you know you what? basic I ass. find that as a compliment. No, you shouldn't. Josh! <laughs> God damn it. God. I thought I was going to love you, but now you basic again. Jesus! Well, do you like my husband? I, I do like your husband. You know what? what? Well, like he likes now. Halsey too, bitch. Who the fuck doesn't like Halsey? I know. Well, apparently well, like, let, you were just ragging me. I would let Halsey do whatever okay. fucking look, she wanted look, to to look, me. Look, look, look. I tell you what. I don't know any of her songs. I don't have to know any <laughs> of her know, goddamn he, songs. He knows when Nightmare comes on, he's getting a blowjob. That is it. There you go. What about that fucking gasoline song and what the sorry not sorry song? Look, yep. Well, that goddamn song. Yep. Fucking I'm, a. Let's let it ride. Yep. Literally. Let it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. I'm a lonely motherfucker. Oh, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, no. I don't even know the fuck we got on this. I think we're, only we're fans trying to strippers. talk about my like childhood trauma, and we end up talking about strip clubs and. Uh, the same what they went hand in hand together. It's fine. Because <laughs> I could have ended up there. I'm glad you didn't. I could have. Me too. You know why? I would have ended up with way more traumas than the life already has given me. You've done good with it. Though. I did. You got I'm a. Good. You've got a very positive outlook on all the shit you've been through. I do. I do the best I can. You have to. That's the only choice you got. What am I gonna do? Like victimize myself? Don't. I feel sorry for myself. No. I worked. I worked with somebody one time, uh, with all of this shit. That they they did nothing but play the victim. Ah. Uh, and I don't do that playing the victim shit. Mm -mm. I love the people that fucking end up being the white knight of their own story. I don't want anybody else, whether it's your husband or your wife or whoever it is. I don't want them to be the fucking white knight. My I want, husband I want will you to be tell the white you. Knight. I did not save my wife, but I watched my wife save herself. So that's cool as shit to me. He literally will tell you, I watched my wife allow her family, her mom and her dad, allow life happen to her. But I also watched my wife allow, or I also watched my wife 
say, I will never allow wife or life happen to our, our children. Like my husband literally has said time and time again that he is so proud of me because he watched life happen to me and he has watched me take on beatings, literal beatings to not allow life happen to our kids. I'll do whatever the fuck it takes so you my kids to. will never experience that. Ever. But that's what we're supposed to do. Ever. Like, you have to. My Hold on. My daughter walked. Oh, my God. Do y'all remember mechanical pen, mechanical pencils? Do you remember mechanical pencils? The fucking lead, lead pencils? Pens? Yeah. yeah, lead pencils. The, that was like the bougie, the bougie, like. I, I grew up in the trailer hood. And when I tell you trailer hood, I mean trailer hood. Tomorrow I am going to the trailer park I grew up to. Okay, so tomorrow I will be there. And I remember begging my mom to just get me fucking pencils. My daughter comes upstairs and she's pissed off. She is out of lead. She no longer has mechanical pencils. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? What, what is... And so I went downstairs and I found her, like, two mechanical pencils. I was like, whatever. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Because I literally used to cry because I would not have a pencil to write with. And she's crying because she has literally 140, 140, we counted, regular 2, 2%, what are they called? 2 the yellow pencils, 2% pencils. Fuck, fine, I don't fucking know. But the yellow pencils to write with. But she wants mechanical pencils. I'm like, I have finally given my children the life that I wanted. She's not worried about how she's going to get her food. She just wants her mechanical pencils. She's become an uppity bitch now. I had and, the, I had this I'm problem. I'm so sorry. I'm happy about that. No, I'm no. proud of that. You should be proud of it. Because... I used to cry about not having a fucking two, two per, what, what the fuck are they called? Two percent, two, two, oh my God. I know God what you're damn. talking about. You're just real bad at talking. I am. <laughs> and you invited me on your podcast, Josh. So no, you I'm glad you did. Up. I'm glad you did. You've, you've done a she, fucking great job so far. She literally, like, I cried because she is just upset. I don't have a lead pencil to write with. And I never had a pencil to write with. When I tell you, my kids say, can I have this? And I say, yes. All the time. That's what you're supposed to do. That's the cool part about being where we're at now from where we came from. Yeah. It's just little things. I'm the same one with Gracie. She's an uppity bitch now, and I love my little uppity bitch. Uppity bitch. Gosh, she's an uppity bitch. Graceland is an uppity bitch. Yeah. Like, it's the progression of generations. Like, yeah. Gracie's life is better than mine was growing up. So that means by the time that if my ass, my liver is still functioning, by the time I should have grandkids and I'm still around, their life will be better. So my great-grandkids' life should be fucking way better. You've just set the standard for it to keep getting better by generation by generation. Yeah. So you have generational wealth, but you also have generational success. So you have just done same thing I've done. It gets better by generation. That's all you've done. 
And so if it went from you not having a lead pencil back in the day to where now she's got 140-something fucking number two pencils, you're just setting number a standard. Number two, stand- that's it. Number yeah. two, you're setting the standard. Yeah. It's just you're, it's a whole different... What we have to do as parents and everything else is setting the standard and like reevaluating everything that the generations before us fucked up. Yeah. We've done that. It's time for us to rest. I'm not resting. Oh, I'm not resting, but tonight I am. You should, because you're going to be sleepy as fuck on the way home. Are you going to aggravate the fuck out of hubby on the way home? No, I'll probably, honestly... I don't want to know. Yep. I don't want to know. I'll probably... Don't want to know. Drink a little bit more Patron and give him a blowjob on the way God damn it. Oh, God damn it. What's the the number to the 1-800-HOTLINE to where I don't uh, kill myself know. when y'all leave? Oh, my God. That is... I'm gonna, That's a joke. It's that's a jo- not a I, joke. I work with not people with mental health issues. So do I. I can make that he joke. He said 1-800-SUICIDE. I'm just going to call 5-1-1 for traffic information. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just post a thirst trap and see what the fuck happens. Oh, Jesus Probably Christ. nothing. Probably nothing. No. No, no, but no. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. We're we're supposed to literally. We just have to make it better. But what we also don't realize too is our parents, in some cases, did better than what they their parents did. Yeah. And we don't realize it till it's too late. But we know that we did better than them. Yep. And our kids are already you, showing that. You know how I know yeah. I did better. I'm scared. Be scared or not scared. You're I'm just dead. fucking with you. But, and I, I think I posted about this. So I I was never taught how to take care of it. Late, late. Uh, I don't know. Nope, my no, business. No, no. Nope. Oh, and so no. my oh, my shit. oldest, I'm not going to go into detail, I swear to God. Oh, Literally God. came to me and goes, Mom, can you help me? And I've never been able to say that to my mom. So now I feel like an asshole for what I just said. Don't. Don't I, feel like a Don't. You're not a mom. I'm not a mom. You're not a mom. And, then, like, you're, you're good. Like, you're fine. But I would go to my mom and be like, Mom. And she'd be like, uh, and like Graceland comes to me even last night. Last night I'm on my period. I am actively on my period. I wear a menstrual cup. Oh Don't do God! Pe- I know. Way to I know. Make it. So, but Graceland just recently started her period. I know. I'm still a child. I know you are. You're still a child. Graceland started her period, and she doesn't like tampons. She does not like pads. And I was like, well, I have a cup. <laughs> His face is like. <laughs> but it's because it's like, I know Gracie's so goddamn okay. close, and I've got to do it. I know that soon. it's about to happen, but Graceland doesn't wanna. like tampons, and my Graceland does not like pads. And so, like last night, I was like, I told Graceland, I said, "Hey, next time, I have to like I'm on my period, and I have a cup. I'll sh- I'll show you how it works." She goes, "Mom, really?" I said, "Absolutely." And so, like last night, I showed her, and she goes, "Mom." Thank you. And I just like 
literally, I took a minute and I laid in bed and I started crying because I never had a mom who would show me how it all works. That's sweet. I get the sweetness of that. Yeah. And so, I, I like, do. I get the sweetness. Of I that. mean, mind you, she said, Oh, absolutely not. I'll stick to my pads. I said, Baby, well, that's fine too. But, like, she was so comfortable enough with me to, like, yeah. No, I get the sweetness should, of that. Yeah. I just, I just, uh uh-uh. uh. We're going to we talk about, the, we're going to talk a lot of things on this show, but period stuff. I don't know why. Period stuff and breastfeeding stuff is just. Oh, I could talk. I breastfeed. I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do it. I had to do it. I think it's a respect thing with the breastfeeding stuff. Like, no, I, I just, I just don't like the breastfeeding thing. You know what I think it is? What? It's not talked about enough. No, it's. I know. Yep. I just don't. It's not that I don't like it. It's I respect a woman so much. It's. I not, have to. I have to veer. Like it's I just not would. Talked about. I enough. would rather veer. But it's not talked about enough. Yeah, but it's weird for me. Because it's not talked about enough. No, it's talked about enough. I just don't like talking about it. It's you know how hard it is. This is something that a lot of people don't talk a lot talk about, and a lot of men. Are well, we good? Oh, we're good on time. Right. Unless you got to go. No, I ain't got to okay. go. But I just don't want to over. No, you're good. All you're right. good. One thing that a lot of people don't like talking about when it comes to stuff. It's very hard when you respect a woman to also sexualize a woman. So when it comes to like, That's it? yeah. So like breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is like you have to respect a woman because she's nurturing a child. And like you know that the purpose of your breast is to nurture that child. But also, you know what I also like of a woman's breast? It's me to play Motor with. Motorboat. Yeah, I got a motorboat titty. <laughs> you did it, I didn't. <laughs> but so it's kind of like that 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 gray area right there. It's like what point as a man, do I? Where, where's that that middle ground to where like I don't disrespect you and I still play? So like when you see a woman in in like in public and she's breastfeeding, I have to. I don't like when people make fun of it. I know I do not like when people make fun of it. But also too, it's like I kind of want to look because I want to see the titty. Oh. No, but I no, have to. But I no, have to look away out of respect. No, no. you know what you do at that point. But I have point? to look away yeah, out of respect. Exactly. You mind your business. Yeah, I look away yeah, because mind that, your business. Because that is that's it. what the titty is actually there for. It's not exactly. because I'm supposed to be motorboating the titty. It's <laughs> oh, because Jesus. because that yep. is what it is actually you mind there your for. Business. That is what nature. The titty is there to feed the kids. It's not. It's and not for me. The titty is there to play with her husbands. Yes. It's both. Yes. However, it's very weird. Men like you think that the titty is there to please the husband and the titty is there to feed the kids. But there's people out there who don't, th- men and women, who think that the boob. Me, me, Graceland, my oldest, and Everly were out to breakfast. We do daughter, daughter breakfasts on Saturdays and Sundays. We haven't done them in a year because mommy has been emotionally not okay. <laughs> but. When I when we used to go, the last time we went, I was breastfeeding Everly. And I would just pull up my shirt. Everly's head would literally go like this. Latch on. We'd have a good old time. And I would eat my eggs. And then one lady walked up and was like, that is disgusting. 
And I about, I literally, when I tell you, I about almost unleashed Satan on this bitch's ass. Graceland, at the time, my 10-year-old goes, well, my mom's just trying to my trying to feed my sister. Fuck you, bitch. And I was like, oh, oh god damn. Oh, god damn. Oh, god damn. But, but the owner of Reveille in Marietta, like, walked out and paid for her entire plate and was like, just because your daughter said that, you get free eggs. I was That's like, cool. I mean, it was not just eggs. It was yeah, fresh squeezed orange. Like, they literally paid for a whole trap. I was like... And I was like, Graceland, baby, you can't speak to other adults like that. She's like, Mom, that's not okay. You're feeding my sister. And I was like, oh, my God. You know what? You're right. I'm just, I, And I, I covered my daughter up, but she just, like, went under the cover like she knows how to do and, like, latched on my boob. And Graceland, literally, the other day, uh, when a cheer mom was being a twat, Grace was like, Mom, you need me to tell her to go fuck herself? I said, No! I like your No! Kid. No! Do not tell her to go fuck yourself. I paid $3,000 for you to not get kicked off this tape. Like, you let your kid cheer? Yeah. Oh, what kind of cheer? Like competition? Yeah. Stingrays. Okay. That's cool. Stingrays, yeah. Stingrays and uh, Marietta, but this, this bitch named Sarah, she's like team mom. Mm-hmm. I, I DM'd, and I'll show you when we're off air, the coach. I said, let that bitch cross me one more time. I'm going to knock her the... F I said, you don't you know You didn't me. just shut me off air. You told me on air. Yeah, I'm going oh, I'm to show you off air exact the exact words they said. Yeah. Good job, kiddo. You can show that. Anyway. Who so gives a shit? All right, so how do we say goodbye at this point? Yeah, we're going to say goodbye. All right. Um, But anyway. We're sorry. Uh, No, we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'm not sorry. I'm no, unapologetically cat. Not, I know you are. Because uh, I'm definitely going to have you and Hubby back because you did too goddamn good. Uh, and this is just a great convo. Um, this is where we say goodbye. But you uh, you just keep being you. You're good at this. I am? You're very good at this. You're very good at conversation. A whole point of this show is like two people sitting at a bar. That maybe they knew each other, maybe they didn't. But it's just opening up. Having a couple drinks is talking. It's people being like immersed in their conversation. And I know what's going to happen. When Half the time I, I forgot you were, we recording. were recording. Yeah, yep. that's what yep. it's supposed to. Yep. You're not even supposed to know this mic's in front of you most of the time. Nope. That's when you know that I'm good at what I do. And that's what you, that's how you know I'm just here. I don't even know why you just covered up the mic when you just did that. That was fucking stupid. But yeah, good job. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, uh, first off, I'm coming swimming with y'all soon when it gets hotter. And you two are going on our vacay with us this summer because oh, yeah. there's no way you two don't make our fucking vacation better. Uh, I'll make it funner. He'll make it more. Uh, I want to talk more with him. As much as do. I like you, please. I think me and him have fucking a lot of fun too. You will. And then the girls... The girls, see, I love the girls that did this show, but I'll tell you the truth. I love each and every one of y'all. Take, take my husband for a day, please. God I damn need, it, no. Take I need, my husband. I need more male friends. You got to keep him for 24 hours. They had a boy. I need more male friends. Come here, Ryan. I need more male friends. Look, you got to keep him for a full 24 hours. I will keep him as long as you will let him hang out with me. 24 hours. As long as we can drink fucking whiskey hours. and talk shit about you. 
and the rest of your friends. That's fine. So I think, and probably like do some drugs. That's fine. But only illegal by Just keep the him away from standards. me for a full 24 hours so I can fucking sleep. Why can't you sleep? Because he likes to poke me in the butt with his boner. Oh, yeah, we're getting off this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a good. Fuck this. All, All right, right, so this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. All right. I want you to say your social media handles real All fast. Right. All right. Say your social media handles. Hey, you guys, follow me on TikTok, unapologeticallycat, or on Instagram, unapologeticallycat underscore. Find me on Amazon if you want to shop my fucking style. I don't know, but go the ahead. What the fuck is that? Just, Josh, go ahead. All right, now do this. Say, thank you for listening to the Josh Cherry Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Josh Cherry Podcast. We will catch you next Wait, what? She fucked that up. I fucked so that up. So thank y'all for listening. Thank to y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. We will catch you next time. This bitch said my name wrong. Thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. You gave time. me to get.